0: You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Cool Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And you are my little puny princess today. <laughs> I think we have, I have the flu <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> or a not,
1: virus or yeah, something.
0: We don't believe it's COVID. Just no, to no, put not that COVID. out there.
1: Um, started yesterday, just not feeling well, kind of throwing up. Yeah. I thrown up, I did throw up last night, but.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: I haven't thrown up today, so we're good. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to make it through this episode.
0: <laughs> I know, I, I just am proud of you for being a brave little soldier, but. I'm
1: trying, I just feel bad that we were off for so long, come back for a week, and then I'm like, hey, sorry. No, I'm sick, sorry.
0: <laughs> no. I
1: mean... This is, this is what we get for. Pushing it back to Sunday every week. I know. Maybe one
0: day we'll be ahead and then... Maybe this will teach us.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, it is what it is. I feel like life life happens and gets in the way and and Kitty's joining Kitty's. us for the podcast. <laughs> she is on one this morning. Yes, she is. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, shit happens and we're just, we're adjusting as we go. We're, we're so, just going
1: to get through it. It's pr- going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Proud of you for uh, continuing on though.
1: Thank you. I however am not doing myself any favors here because it's been super cold here. Yes. And I wrapped one of my my um hibiscus plant in a sheet. Yes. Yep, which is right outside of our back door. So yes. it looks like there's just someone standing by our back door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. For the last 3 days it's been covered so you think by now I would
0: Be used to it, yeah. But I'm not. I know. And picking um, a white sheet was probably a poor decision too, because like it's like a ghost is standing (laughs) out on our back deck. Um, So yeah. So for those that um, maybe not are in the U.S. or don't know, um, the southern part of the U.S. and the northern part right now are going through a huge freeze. Yep. Um, It is currently like in the 30s here.
1: 40s, 30. Yeah. Something. It's gonna warm up to 48 is the high today.
0: Crazy. Yeah, very very cold. And yesterday we even had like snow showers, mm-hmm. which is insane. Snow flurries. Flurries, excuse me. What's the difference between a flurry? It, does it have to stick? If it's a, like a shower, like
1: I've never heard cool. called it a snow shower. Oh,
0: I don't know. i was just going
1: snowstorm, through. snowing, sleeting.
0: We had a, a, a mini blizzard that hit and then went away, and um, very quickly. But it was kind of cool to see snow. I mean, that's yeah. a very rare occurrence down here for sure.
1: It did. It snowed. It's not pretty hard at, at like one point. Yeah, it stuck to like a little some bit some surfaces, like right. the top of a trash can outside. Exactly. But other than that, it it kind of came and went quickly. But it was it was fun to watch. What is Kitty's deal today? Oh,
0: she's like hyped up. <laughs> Look at. Her. Usually it's Mishka and she's like running around. She has a cute little gallop though. She does. <laughs> oh my god, Kitty, calm down, girl. You good? You good? Are you excited for this episode too? Caitlin's got the laser just to keep y'all in the loop. And she's flipping out. I don't know what her deal is this morning. She's hyped.
1: She is. I'm trying to find her ball. Oh, I see her in here. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. We'll here take we a, a brief break. Y'all are used to it by now, you know. Um, since when do we ever have an episode that goes according to plan? Well, hopefully that'll keep her occupied during this episode. <laughs> but we'll find out. She's pumped up. Yeah. Everybody, man. And Mishka, Mishka's in a coma, so. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so. You well, may hear her little pitter-patters in the back.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's cute. It's very cute. Um, so, other than it being freezing, let's see, anything else you can think of that we've got going
1: on, Kitty? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Just working and football Work. and. yeah. Yep. School. Possibly Tom Brady retiring, so mm-hmm. that will be excellent. that news
0: dropped yesterday. Yep. So we're seeing where Jeez. that goes. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. In school, that's all I got
1: going.
0: Yeah. She's just full busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So fun stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not our ghostly side effects in the background. It's Kitty just bouncing around. <laughs>
1: oh, what her issue is?
0: I don't. I don't know either. It's rather cute, though. It is all right anything Ill? one
1: might say she is
0: spooked spooked that's a good one <laughs> there you go
1: um I don't know we're really boring oh
0: we, we really are we're boring usually too but <laughs> um yeah it's literally just been a week of working working and school, school and cold cold um yeah not having to dig ourselves out of the snow. Your family is. They are.
1: Yeah. I talked to my grandmother this morning and she said they got like close to two feet of snow. So they were snow blowing and plowing and shoveling. Yeah. That'll take a
0: while. It was funny too, because, uh, Gabby Gould is in the process right now of, um, finishing up her residency. Mm -hmm. And so she's beginning to kind of look for jobs. And she texted us the other day and was like, what do you think about I won't say the name of the city, I don't know why, but um, you know, she said like so-and-so like Massachusetts, and we're like, um oh, girl, you better bring a coat. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's gonna be cold. They got it. like Boston
0: got it yeah hey, they yeah. got a lot. Um so yeah.
1: No, thank you. I with
0: that, <laughs> <laughs> I I consider warmer climates, but
1: Yeah, I don't the snow is nice, it's pretty, but then like thinking about like what if that happened on like, a weekday, know, mm-hmm. and, like, you've got to go to work. You've got to first like, get bundled up.
0: You have to shovel your car. Shovel
1: your car. Shovel your driveway.
0: Oh, I hated doing that. And
1: then you have to go to work. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. No, n- thank
0: you. No, I think if we ever lived back up north, I would absolutely have a garage. Like, I don't care how much money it costs. Like, I, I will have a garage.
1: I saw a TikTok the other day, and the people had, like, obviously they were uber rich, but... They lived in the north and they had a heated driveway. I've
0: seen installed installed. I was like, oh, gold. Okay, that, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've always said that, or I would definitely invest in an automatic car starter. Those are not that expensive. Yeah. You can get those pretty inexpensive. I think had we stayed up in Massachusetts, I worth it. That was gonna be in yeah. our future. For sure. Because it is a pain in the ass, yeah. folks, to walk your ass down to your car in the morning, yep. start it, wait for it to heat up, shovel it. And then have to go work. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't miss that part. Yeah. So, New England, our thoughts are with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. You ready? Yeah, we want to get into it? Sure. Um, so, I think we went with
0: more listener suggestions. Suggestions, yeah. Yep, just ha- going down the list.
1: So, I did Haunted Dolls and... A haunted object. object slash person,
0: yeah slash celebrity
1: yeah. story. Yeah. That one's
0: kind of cool. Yeah, um, and I chose this was uh, a listener who lives here, uh, Bardstown, Kentucky, which I would never heard of, and there's a lot going on. So thank you for that. Nice. Um, and I also uh, picked uh, Perryville, Kentucky, to talk about, and you will find out why when I get there.
1: Have you ever been to Kentucky? I haven't. Neither.
0: Um, I know I have a cousin that just moved there. Oh, that's right to yeah. Louisville, but. Um, I've never been. It looks pretty, mm-hmm. so it's on my list, Yeah, um, but it's haunted as hell, too. Nice. The whole U.S. is haunted. I feel like
1: anywhere you go, there's somewhere there that there is something haunted.
0: Yeah, there is a ghost somewhere around.
1: Always oh, a white lady, too.
0: Always a white lady. I think that I have one in one of my stories, <laughs>
1: literally. <laughs> there's also a white lady outside of our deck. I know, the Steady. white hibiscus
0: <laughs> uh, plant that has scared the shit out of me multiple times. Yes. Do you want to know some a quick, funny story, too? Yes. So, do you remember when you went to Massachusetts? For two weeks. Yes. Um, while you were gone, obviously I was doing projects around the house and at one of them I was like going on this deep cleaning adventure. Yeah. And my mom brought over she has a really tall brush that you can use to get to ceiling fans. Oh yeah, it looks like the big toilet brush. It looks like a toilet brush, but it's <laughs> extendable. And I remember I went to bed one night and I leaned it up against the landing of the second floor mm-hmm. and I walked down in the morning and all I saw at the corner of my eye was this big, tall, dark figure. And I was like, oh, nope!" <laughs> so shit has been scaring me for a long time. Now. Yeah. No, so It happens. Yeah.
1: We met a real life Karen this week.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I
1: had never like seen a like real, like Karen in the wild. <laughs> if you don't know what a Karen is, it's like
0: someone that's. I guess uh, like I think just makes a fuss about something that it makes absolutely no sense like it's just completely unnecessary yeah um this woman was unhappy about the way we parked in a parking garage and one I didn't really hear what she said the first time because she was driving past us yeah so I kind of just I was like okay and then she came back around and yelled at us again swore at us and then took (laughs) off and I'm like okay and I I understand people when they park like douchebags like yeah sure One, I didn't, we weren't that terribly parked. And two. The garage was wide open. There were parking spots right across from it. So I was just, (laughs) it never ceases to. I thought I did a fine job parking. I
1: I looked at it and I was like, it wasn't enough for me to move it. I'm like, it's fine. Still, someone could park next to me.
0: Yeah. She didn't like it. And
1: you know, that's okay.
0: You know, I think, you know, I just will never understand people who can just be nasty to others for absolutely. No reason. No reason that they don't even know. So, you know, you just. Moving on, on and moving forward. You just go with it. You just have a wonderful have day. A, have a great day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's been an eventful week in that sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Ready to get to it? Do sure. you want to start? or Would you like me to?
1: Um, it doesn't matter. You okay. Pick. Um, I'll go. Okay.
0: All right. So first up, I have got Bardstown, Kentucky.
1: Okay.
0: Um, which I had never heard of, but it actually looks it looks beautiful. Um, to give you a little history of it, the land was originally granted to a man named David Bard and was settled under the name Salem way back when. Okay. Um, Bard's brother ended up being the person who actually laid out the town in 1780. So, this gives you an idea of how old this place is. Um, and it's kind of changed names over the years. It's gone anywhere from Bairdstown to Beardstown, which I kind of liked. Beardstown? Beardstown. Um, so, the name Bardstown was cha- chartered in 1788. Um, and it was actually chartered, I'm sorry, under the name Bairdstown. It was renamed to Bardstown in the 1820s. Mm-hmm. And as of 2019, there were 13,000 people living there. That's small. So small town, for sure. Um, but it's got some really interested haunted places in it. Um, and I found uh, two of these. Um, the first is what's called the Jailers Inn Bed and Breakfast, which if you find the word, you know, jail being used in a bed and breakfast is funny. It's it actually, It's actually because it's built in the original town jail. No. So, it's
1: gonna be a no from me, dog. Yeah,
0: so like I said, it previously served as the town's jail. Uh, the jail itself was built in 1819, and this is crazy, it held prisoners from 1797 to 1987. Oh, wow! So, a long ass time. It was built with 30 inch thick walls, two cells, and a dungeon upstairs to house prisoners. Um, in 1874, the back edition of the jail was built and the front was converted to like where the jailer lived. Okay. Um, and that kind of reminded me of St. Augustine.
1: Oh yeah. yeah the yeah. old
0: jail there, how like the front part was like a home essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what it made me think of when I was reading this. Um, and it was the oldest operating jail complex in Kentucky.
1: Nice.
0: So obviously it's seen a few things yep. I can imagine. Um, so, some common occurrences there that uh, visitors often say they hear whispering throughout the building. Pretty run-of-the-mill stuff. I hate that. Yeah, I hate whispering. I like whispering. Whispering. I'm like, I need subtitles for whispering ones because I can barely understand when <laughs> people whisper. I'm like, what? And I don't read lips well either. When people try to mouth something to me, I'm like, I have I no know. idea what you just yeah, said. Nothing. Um, nothing. In unpopular opinion, I love subtitles and Caitlin hates <laughs> them. Yeah. No. I just feel like I don't understand what's being said unless I'm reading <laughs> it off the TV. Then you're not watching it, though. I feel like sometimes, well, at night, I know when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. I turn the volume way down. Yeah. So the subtitles just help me read what they're saying. Oh, um, no, I know why you
1: turn it down. You know I can sleep through and
0: You could sleep through a freight train. You're, yes. you're not wrong. <laughs> but that's just a little fun fact. Fun fact. Yes.
1: Subtitles, no. <laughs>
0: Um, so yes, there's whispering, um, footsteps have been heard in the hallways, kind of your normal stuff. Um, and then there's a particular spirit that has been seen in the jail named Mrs. McKay. She's thought to be the wife of the first jailer, I would assume a Mr. McKay, who mm-hmm. took up, um, after her husband died, she actually ran, cause I believe this was an elected position and won his post. Oh, okay. So she became the jailer oh, That's cool. and employees and visitors often see her in the building and sometimes she will even watch visitors as they go to sleep. Because yeah. remember, it is a bed and breakfast. Yeah. I believe you can actually sleep in one of the, like, set, like, original cells. Nice. Which I feel like is asking for something. That's, yeah. so, um, but yes, you may see her hanging around. Um, the other place is the courtyard. Uh, this was the site of many um, executions and hangings at the jail. Um, and this one's kind of interesting to me. So visitors will say that they get there... And they end up striking a conversation with a man who looks to be wearing, um, like old clothes, like period, like clothes, mm-hmm. not from this era. Yep. And then he will just disappear. Like they will turn around and he's gone. Ooh. And I think it's the fact that like intelligent conversation is happening that like, that's, that's creepy. creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How could you say you had like an actual conversation with a ghost that just up and vanished? that freak out. Yep. Um, so that is the jailer's bed and breakfast. Okay. The other place is called Talbot, Talbot Tavern. Um, it was built in 1779 and it's known as the oldest stagecoach stop in the United States. Um, and this was kind of interesting. So way back when inns did not have actually individual rooms like mm-hmm. we do now, Yeah. it was mainly divided by like gender. So like you would have a female like area where all the women would stay and then a male Area Mm -hmm. and like people, bunkhouse, essentially like a boarding house. Yeah, like it was just everyone was together. Um, So the original structure of this building had that those separate areas for people to stay in. Um, More interestingly enough, too, individual rooms were introduced around
1: 1805,
0: and thankfully they were because I. Would not do well. <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean we
1: would be fine because we would
0: be together. <laughs> it's true, and we you can talk to anybody, so we'd be fine. It's true. Um, it's just the thought. I don't like sharing bathrooms with people, so. <laughs> and know we thought about. I have a shy bladder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so remember when we, for many reasons, this did not work out. But we mm-hmm. thought about staying at the Lizzie Borden House, mm-hmm. and then we were really brave until we realized that you had to share bathrooms with like other people, and I was like, not happening. Yeah. And then once we got there, we we're like. It's cute. We thought we could stay the night
0: here. Well, I remember uh, the Ladies of Morbid went and stayed there, and we thought we were going to be all bad bitches and go do it, too. And then we were like, they're badder bitches than us, because (laughs) I don't think I could do that for many reasons. Do you remember where they slept? I don't. I don't think they slept much. I think they were up most of the night doing, I think they did a live show, like during the stay, if I remember. This was a while back. Yeah. But, yeah, um, having now been in that house, I was like, Mm -mm. oh, I don't think I could be there at night. No. Mm -mm. Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Thank you. So, no. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So, as far as people who stayed at the tavern, which was an inn, too, um, there's a legend that says that King Louis-Philippe and his brothers, who were exiled from France— stayed at the inn when they were, you know, during their period of exile, they wanted to see the new world as it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were said to have painted the wall murals that are, were um, uncovered in 1927 that you, I believe can still see nice in the tavern. So that's kind of cool. And then here's a callback to one of our really old episodes. It said that Jesse James stayed there. Oh, that's cool. And if you have not, Got into that episode or heard of it, we did a two-part series on Bonnie and Clyde, which Caitlin did. Mm-hmm. And I covered Jesse James. And that was probably one of my favorite
1: yeah, episodes
0: we've done. For sure. So definitely go back and find those if you've not listened. Mm-hmm. But it said that he stayed there. And um, <laughs> funny enough, uh, he apparently went there and um, got a little too drunk one night and went upstairs to sleep it off and thought the birds and the murals that I was talking about were live birds (laughs) and he shot them (laughs) with his gun. So apparently there are bullet holes in the walls where it said that Jesse James got too drunk and tried to shoot a fake bird. bird. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you, you get your stories where you can. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, and so obviously there's some hauntings around here as well. Jesse James has actually been said to be seen in the tavern. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, orbs have been seen on camera. Um, a lot of poltergeist activity, forks and small objects are known to go missing and reappear. Um, creepily enough, a piano in the tavern is said to play on its own. And that freaks me out. I don't, don't when you hear music that you don't know where it's coming from, there's
1: music, there's whispering, there's there's children laughing
0: when you have no children. No, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Um, and then one employee said that while she was closing up one night, she saw a man on the stairs in a long coat. Um, when there were not supposed to be any one, you know, no one else should have been in the building. Um, she and a cook that were there saw him and they went upstairs after him and it looked like he kind of went out onto the fire escape. So they opened the door to see where he went. And the man looked at them, laughed and vanished into thin air. Oh no. And then like a couple weeks later, she was watching a TV special and they showed a picture of Jesse James. And she said, Oh my God, that's the man. So they think it was Jesse James that she saw, like just playing with him. Um, There is also a lady in white, as there always is. Um, One couple staying at the inn woke up in the night to see a lady in white floating over them. No, thank you. Uh, No, I'd punch it right now. (laughs) Just punch. (laughs) She proceeded to float right out the window. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's described as being very thin with brown hair and a dress that looks to be from the 1800s. Um, Many staff have seen her kind of wandering around. Um, And then just as a final thing, visitors will claim that, like, You know, their AC won't work, or their heat will go crazy, or Mm -hmm. like it seems like there's just a lot of poltergeist things happening around there. So yeah, that is Talbot Tavern. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. And thank you to the listener who recommended this. I'm not sure if you wanted your name said, but um, it was really interesting to research.
1: Yeah, never heard of any of that. So I hadn't
0: either. Learn all the knowledge. I know. One day we should do a ghoul friends like U.S. tour where we just go to all the haunted shit we've ever looked up. it be fun. When the, that would be amazing. Yeah. Someone please sponsor us and pay for that. <laughs> That's a lot of gas money. Someone pay
1: for it. <laughs> uh, good one. Do you yeah. want me to do one of mine? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to save this one.
0: That one seemed to be the deucer.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. This one's pretty big too. I got two pretty good ones. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with the haunted doll that I did. Um, I know that we've done a haunted dolls slash mm-hmm. objects, objects. So I know we did like Robert, the doll.
0: Yeah, we did. We've done mm-hmm.
1: There's a bunch of them. Um, so if right. you want more and you haven't, haven't listened.
0: Yeah, so definitely that, go back. Yeah, go back. For sure. That's early. We haven't been using a while.
1: Haunted objects. I know
0: dolls. I'd like to, yeah, I'm going to do one too.
1: Well, are you ready for this
0: one? You got one for me? Yeah. All right.
1: And I had never heard of this one, so okay. I was kind of excited. Yeah. Um this is called the and now so a lot of this is in Japanese, so I'm gonna do the best
0: sure. that I can Apologies pronouncing. In advance.
1: Um I don't know anything.
0: We know no Japanese. I know
1: zero Japanese, so sorry, and in advance. It's okay. I've practiced, but <laughs> they're used to us
0: completely butchering it's pronunciations.
1: True. Um so this is the Okiku doll. Okay. Uh, sorry, I have snot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I really didn't know that Japan had always kind of been like oh, obsessed with, mm-hmm. with like paranormal and just anything.
0: Well, a lot of mm-hmm. that's really woven into their folklore, yeah. which I've uh, read a little bit about. I do mm-hmm. not know a lot about it, but it yeah. is very interesting. So that
1: was pretty, yeah. So they believe that like demons and vampires and like creatures just roam free. Like
0: Cool. I get time. behind that. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, and then on February 3rd each year, it is common for people to... Um, what they say drive evil spirits away. Uh-huh. Um, they go to shrines and have like these rituals that they do. Sure. Um, and they're not really scared of these creatures. They just kind of know that they just exist in the world and they just move forward from that. Okay. Um, do you know what they are scared of though? What are they scared of? Haunted dolls. Fair. I'm um, saying bro. I agree with you. Yep. <laughs> um, so in this story starts in 1918. Um, a guy brings a Japanese doll to his little sister as a gift. Um, the sister is two years old. Um, she fell in love with the doll, just took it with her everywhere. Just think of like a kid with like your favorite stuffed animal doll blanket, whatever. Um, would talk to it all the time, feed it, Mm -hmm. sleep with it. um, well, unfortunately, a year after getting the doll, um, she got a bad case of the flu. Okay. Um, and she did pass away. Okay. Um, and she was holding the doll Aww. like when she passed. Okay. Um, the family obviously was devastated. She of was course. three when she oh, died. God. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to have her buried with the doll. Mm-hmm. Um, but the government basically said, like, no. Okay. She, they, she can't be buried they with the doll. They just wouldn't allow it. Okay. Right. Um, so instead in her honor, they kind of created a shrine Mm -hmm. for her and they use the doll as the centerpiece. Okay. Sure. Um, so some time passes and they kind of start noticing something weird with the doll. The doll's hair was getting longer Mm -mm. and like more shaggy and just kind of like looking like unkept hair. Like it was growing? The hair was growing. mm Oh, yeah. Um, and I know this sounds kind of like far fetched and kind of weird if you don't believe in things like this. Mm-hmm. There are pictures of the doll, okay, from where the doll started with her hair, and then kind of when they noticed, yeah, the hair um, keep listening, keep stay with me here okay. um, so they kind of obviously were like, um, the okay, heck? yep, um. And then the family started having nightmares. And the nightmares included this doll. Um, mm-hmm. She was in all of them. Um, and then they would wake up, and the doll would be, like, next to their bed.
0: Oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I have so many no's. I can't so articulate them all.
1: Um, and then the house kind of started... To take on, like, this energy, right? Mm-mm. The lights would flicker. They would all be in one room and, like, just hear a loud, like, bang in another room. Um, there would just be kind of weird voices just kind of everywhere. Sure. Basically, the house, they were like, it's definitely haunted. Yeah. Um, they said that near the days of um, the little girl's, like, birthday or her, like, death anniversary... These would get like it would super get super w- intense, sure okay um, so they kind of didn't know where else to turn, so they brought in a shaman um and kind of didn't tell the shaman anything of you know what had happened, yeah, with the daughter, um and he kind of immediately saw the doll and was like, "Your daughter's soul is within like oh this doll, okay, and so they were like kind of embracing it. Yeah. Um, but they later on decided that they were moving from their house. Yeah. Um, kind of far from where they lived. And they thought that since her soul was in the doll, they didn't want her to be far away from where she was buried. Okay. Um, so they took it to a nearby temple and asked if they would take the doll, kinda of told the story. Okay. Um, and the priests like said, absolutely. Like, we'll be happy to take care of it. Um, they kind of were creeped out by the hair mm-hmm. and like what is going on. So they actually had it sent a sample of her hair sent to a lab for testing, and it came back as human hair. What? Yeah. Um. um you can visit the doll. Uh, um, no, thank
0: you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite I'm, fine. I'm,
1: I'm good. Um, apparently has like yearly haircuts because oh. the hair is still growing. Um it is in a display box in a private shrine at the Manengi Temple in Iwamazaka, Hokkaido, Japan.
0: Okay. I, I butchered that. i so sorry. <laughs>
1: it's the best I could do. Sure. But that is Okiku the doll.
0: Oof. I don't mm-mm. I don't like that one bit. No, I don't either. But like my question then is is if it was the daughter's spirit why is it evil causing or like why are, why is she causing nightmares and like yeah. things around the house like it maybe because her soul was trapped like she felt like she, she couldn't move on yeah which fairly i would be mad too mm-hmm. um yeah that's really interesting yeah i didn't like mm-hmm. that one no i don't like that either but you can
1: google a picture
0: and it's like the
1: hair is pretty wild
0: yeah i don't mm-mm, mm-mm. i just don't like dolls at all either. no mm-mm. all right well that was creepy yeah I need a
1: break from
0: talking now. Okay, well, I will give it to you. (laughs) And um, I've got a short one, but my last one that I had, going back to Kentucky, is uh, we're going to Perryville, Kentucky, which from my Googling looked like it was maybe about 40 minutes from Bardstown. Okay. So, like the semi near area.
1: Isn't there a prison there? Perryville? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's popcorn juice.
0: Maybe. I I don't know enough about (laughs) Kentucky to know. I could be completely wrong. I could be thinking of somewhere else. Sure. No, the reason I was talking about Perryville is because it is a site of a civil war battle okay. um, that was fought on October 8th of 1862. Um, the battle continued for multiple days until um, union forces had to retreat and it was considered a Confederate victory, but the damage that they, the Confederate army sustained from the union um, pretty much ended their campaign in Kentucky. Okay. Um, it was the largest battle fought in Kentucky Um. And 7,600 people were killed, wounded, or missing by Uh the end of it. And it went on for days. Um, Now, this kind of reminds me of a place that my parents talked about when they were in Nashville visiting Gabby um, in Franklin, Tennessee, called the Lotes House, Mm -hmm. which is also the site of a Civil War battle. Um, And to really, and this is quite graphic, so I apologize, to put it in perspective of the loss, like the massive loss of life was that after that battle was fought they said when you walked outside like there was no ground because it was covered in people like people stacked on people to just put this into perspective Mm -hmm. so we're looking at a like massive loss of life and very violent um it's why these battle sites are so so haunted yeah because of everything all the energy that is there um so in these instances for many of the battles not even just here that were fought many nearby houses were converted into makeshift hospitals and clearly everything that those, you know, people that were helped trying to save others mm-hmm. saw were horrendous yeah. given that the state of medicine was not nearly what it is now. <laughs>
1: this is completely off topic. Oh, like, but yes. <laughs> you were saying that and it reminded me of a story that my dad told me this week. Okay. of um, this guy, he didn't see it, but it was like right down the road from where he worked. There's something crazy going on that, um, He said he basically is a woodworker, Mm -hmm. so he knows, like, saws and Mm -hmm. things. But apparently somebody had, like, their arm sliced off, and he was walking to the Mm -hmm. hospital holding his severed arm. Like, it was, like, cut off at the shoulder. Oh, my God. I'm like, could you imagine just walking down the road? And and he survived? Yeah, so, like, people were calling 911 to, like, help him. Ah, yeah. And what saved his life were two um, firefighters, were the first on like to find him mm-hmm. and they both were, um, like they specialized in, um, chainsaw injuries. Yeah. So severed limbs are sure. Kind in of in that arena. Yep. Um, and they were able to tourniquet him and he, it ended up saving his life. So he did
0: survive, but Insane. I'm like, oh, uh, whoa. I just would never be able to get that like sight out of no, my head. Traumatizing. I know. Traumatizing kind of
1: just thinking about
0: it. That's <laughs> terrifying. And, like, actually seeing it. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, I mean, I could not imagine that's Mm-mm. that's crazy. I'm glad he made it. Yeah, jeez.
1: Completely off topic. But no,
0: I mean, kind of, sort of in the same yeah. vein. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these battlefield hospitals were just seeing just massive amounts of just horrendous in- injury, and there really wasn't a whole lot they could do for mm-hmm. them. Um, so there were two houses that were converted into these field hospitals at Perryville. One was called the Die House, and the other was called the Bottom House. Um, could not find a lot on the bottom house, but I did find a little bit about the Dye house. Um, it belonged to a man named John Dye, which is where the name comes from, who was married to his wife, Emily, and had five children. Um, the house was commandeered on October 8th uh, to be converted into the hospital. And basically the family had to try and pitch in as much as they could to try and save, or try to save, um, you know, soldiers that were being brought in. It was said that they, there was so much bloodshed that, there are still blood stains that can be seen in the floorboards of the home. So, just to give you an idea, um, to note too, you know, John Dye sold the home in 1876 after basically this, you know, horrible experience and the family left and said, we're never coming back. Yeah. Um, so, in general, there are kind of some, I could not find haunting specific to the house, but there have been, um, people have said they have heard phantom horses. In the area and have even heard cannon fire when they are near the home, which was on the side of the battle. Um, you
1: know what I say about that?
0: Nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Um I'll be here all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, that's Perryville. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Well, Kentucky haunted.
0: It sure is. That's my (laughs) summation from all of this.
1: That's Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That that was a good recommendation. I love ones that, like, we've never heard of before. Yeah.
0: No, and it's cool, you know, people who actually live there to Mm -hmm. suggest their hometown. So always feel free to do that. If you have a topic or your town is really creepy, let us know, and we'll look into it. We
1: will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay. I need a nap. (laughs) Um, Okay. So this is... A haunted object that we have talked about before, mm-hmm. um, so I won't go too too far into it. Um, but it also involved a celebrity, so I was like, "That's, That's kind of cool. interesting." Yeah. Um, so if you don't know, um, last year I guess uh, I think it was mid year. Okay. So like summertime, probably um, post Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know who he is, he's an American like rapper, singer, songwriter. Yeah. Um, decided that he wanted to see the Divic box,
0: okay,
1: um, which is owned by Zach Bigelbite's Bagans. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> um, we did an episode on, it was again on one of our haunted object yep. episodes. Um, so we went a little more in depth than I'm going to go, but I yeah. will give a short kind of history of it. Um, some say it is the most haunted object in the entire world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was a wine box that for all the owners kind of previous, um, had never opened. Yes. Um, and then it was purchased in 2001, um, for my granddaughter of a Holocaust survivor. Um, and they decided to open it and inside were two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound with a cord, a lock of black hair bound with a cord. Um, there was a small statue engraved with the word Shalom. Did I say that right? Shalom. Shalom. Um, which was in Hebrew. Yes. There was a small um, gold wine goblet, a dried rosebud, and a candle holder with octopi- octopus-shaped legs.
0: Now. This feels very ritualistic. Very, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, mm-mm. That, I, I firmly believe that box was meant to remain sealed. Sealed. Yes. But as usual.
1: <sighs> oh, we wouldn't have a podcast then. Yeah, people <laughs> listened. Um, so once he opened this, the um, owner said that he had had like these very vivid traumatizing Mm -hmm. nightmares um he actually had a stroke he had overwhelming smells of cat urine and then also would have um overwhelming smells of like jasmine flowers that's very two separate ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. um his hair started falling out and he would wake up just covered in like hives and like head to toe like welts yeah covering his whole body um, and then he would cough up blood. Like, the guy almost died. Yeah. And basically was like, we're having it sealed back. Like, this is not good.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and he gifted it to Zach Begabytes uh-huh. for his museum. Sure. That's the very, like... High,
0: high-level version high, of that story. Yeah, that is
1: very... If you want more in-depth, go back to the... Yeah. ...other Haunted Objects episode that uh-huh. we did cover it in,
0: and... You can hear the whole story. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So now enter... Post
0: Malone. Okay. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. <laughs> I know. This is like such a funny story for me.
1: Um, so Post Malone wants to see the Divic box mm-hmm. and Bagel Bites is like, yep, sure. Let's go in. So they're in the room. This is all on um, video too. You can watch this on YouTube okay. um, of kind of this whole series of events. Um, but Bagel Bites decides that it's a good idea to take the plexiglass cover off the Divic box. Mm. Why? Uh, why? Why? No, I don't know. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to go even farther, not only does he take the plexiglass cover off, he decides to touch the divic box. Smart. Sure. Good idea. Great idea. Yeah. While Bagel Bites is touching the divic box, Post Malone decides to like grab Bagel Bites' shoulder. Mm-hmm. There's like this kind of weird, like, altercation between the two of them. And, like, you can tell they're, like, pretty, like, worked up. And then they both, like, just sprint out of the room. Okay. um, That's kind of the end of that whole situation. Um, Post Malone was getting on his uh, private jet. Mm-hmm. And not long, like, into the flight, the wheels got damaged. And okay. And they had to... Um, have an emergency landing, yeah. and they almost crashed, like, Jeez. the plane on landing. Mm-hmm. Incident number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not long after that, he was involved in a pretty serious um, high-speed car crash, where they said, like, he was pretty lucky to,
0: like, have walk survived, away
1: survived, yeah. Um, strike number 2 Mm-hmm. <laughs> not long after that... Um he was the target of a home invasion. Okay. Um but apparently it was his old house. Mm-hmm. He had moved like out of it. Yeah. Um but the people that were invading the home were specifically looking for
0: him. Him. Wow. Okay.
1: Um Strike number three. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I he he definitely regrets touching the uh, box. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the The home invasion was the kind of the last of the incidences. Like for now, though, because it was so Mm -hmm. kind of recent that Mm -hmm. we'll keep you posted (laughs) if there's more than. Jeez, (laughs) I may be sick, but the sickness has made
0: you delirious, my (laughs) dear. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. I feel like if we had a nickel for every time we got either a story or heard from someone that said like I messed with a Ouija board and Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have, or I touched a haunted object. We wouldn't have to work because we'd yeah. have so much damn money.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. It's true. It's, we were just talking about the Lizzie Borden house. It reminds me of the, uh Ouija board mm-hmm. that, that right. someone stole. Yeah. Um, and then, um, returned you know, months later was
0: returned to them and said like, please make it stop. Yep, I don't agree with that kind of, mm-hmm. um, no, thank you. I would honestly, I mean the museum, uh, Bagel bites, and by the way, we did not coin the term bagel bites. That was on the podcast, and that's why we drink. So we, <laughs> we definitely borrowed that term. I know for too, for dear Zach Baggins. but um, I don't think I would ever go in that museum. I just feel like you were walking into a hot pot, like I just saw, like a mm-hmm. mess of too much, a lot of bad energy that could not. I, you know, I would go. Of course, you would. Yeah. Says the woman who wants cemetery dirt. I. <laughs> I'll keep trying. It's a no from me. <laughs> Fair yeah. Well, that was a good one. That's, That's good. That was an interesting one. And
1: I saw it. I was like, that could be. It's that related to go. a haunted
0: object. And yeah. Ding.
1: That's
0: well. our girl Leanne. That's <laughs> Leanne. All right. Um, well, anything else before we start wrapping up? No, know you're needing a nap i you not feeling great. I gotta go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap her up then. Okay. Uh, so as always, go see Caitlin on Facebook mm-hmm. and send her all your uh, pet pictures. We love to see them. I have not gotten many I know, as of recently. we has been a little dry really, lately, yeah. so uh, send them in. Come on now. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Goal friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Goal friends. And you can find us on TikTok at Goal Friends Podcast. Um, And I made a TikTok... Like my first spooky one, oh, and yeah. it got a lot of um like good comp like comments yeah. on it. So I'll we'll have to make another one when yeah. I get the time to do it. So sure. keep your eyes posted. For that in your ears, and your ears, ear holes. Yes. Um. And as always, if you'd like to send us an email or a listener story, please do that at girlfriendspodcast at gmail And if you would like some merch, you can always find that at girlfriendspod redbubble dot com. And that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. all I got. Um. All right. Well, Caitlin, I hope you feel better. Thank you. We do hope you have a safe and spooky week. For those in the U.S. being affected by the weather, please stay warm. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. <laughs>